Welcome back, y'all, to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So please subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can hear That's What I'm Saying. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, Weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. We're coming back with new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, sis. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? How are you? So good. So good. It is it's a little chilly day here in uh, what? Florida. Yes, yeah, a little what? bit. What? Does know. somebody say chilly in Florida? What? Chilly for me is, is 72 degrees. It's, like, it's a little chilly. Oh, don't try to look, don't try to get back. braggadocious now. What? You need a little sweater? You need a little sweater? Yeah. It's a little windy. It's a little light wind, but yeah. But we good. We good over here. So. Okay, nice. Yeah, everything good over here? Yeah, we, I'm, guessing it is, it's fall. Today we had like a nice, I will say, we hit, I don't know, maybe it's like in the 50s today and sunny. I'm like, oh yeah. But for some reason, as soon as that sun starts going down at like 4.35 o'clock, I was looking for my bubble vest. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That local, yeah, autumn is upon us. You know, we got an extra hour of sleep, mm-hmm. so I'm happy about that. I felt oh, really yeah, refreshed. So I, like, I, I don't know why. I just feel, I feel, I feel well, well rested. It hit me. Oh, because I got that extra hour. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm ready. I got to go get my coats. I got to get ready for my coats. I'm not ready anyway. Oh yeah, and your boots, and your boots too. Oh, boots with the fur. Boots mm-hmm. with the fur. Yep. You know, soon soon as it gets a little chilly over here, people be be dying to take out their boots and um their fur jacket, their fur uh fur vest. I, uh, and so I one of my girlfriends comes here specifically so she can wear her little mink. So I you know, <laughs> I'm like, Jersey, I'm like go bring a little mink. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I ain't mad at that. Okay, yeah. so um, what are we calling this episode? This episode we are calling "I Rather Hang with Jada." I rather me? hang with Jada, but let me explain. Okay. Which we really, me- do we really want to hear with Jada? I don't yeah. know. Well, look, you know what? Let me let me tell you what's happening in the Ratchet Minute, shall we? Let me take you there. Shall so, we? Jada is still airing, you know, I would say a little bit of her dirty laundry with her, you know, her marriage with Will Smith. And she made some confessions that it's a little difficult to maintain, you know, I guess the spark and, you know, the sex life with her husband. And uh, at the Red Table Talk, she's saying it's hard. Like, um, you know, it's a journey. They've been together since they were young. And the way people are looking at this now is like, well, damn, like you really making it sound as though you loathe your marriage. Like what's really good. So, and, and and I give her that. She she airs it out. But at some point, it's like, okay, girl. Now, anyway, future. Now, we all know future is trying to give everybody a future. <laughs> He's trying to give everybody. Right. Everybody Literally. a that, You know what I mean? He became he one of the... He, he became one of one of the people who reacted to Jada Pinkett's viral comment, and he basically hashtag I rather hang with Jada, right? Not only did he hashtag it, he got sixty dollar t shirts that you can purchase online after posting the story. So he and they are selling like hotcakes. So he went future went and made some money off of this. I'd rather hang with Jada. So I mean, listen, I don't think that listen, if Jada became my friend and I told my husband, like, I'm hanging out with Jada tonight, he might be like, Nope. No, you're not. That, that might be the friend I'm not allowed to hang out with. That might be the one. So yeah. I'm just, just like Jada, why don't you if you're not happy, why don't you just let this man live and y'all just go your separate separate ways? I, somebody take the red table away from Jada sometimes. Because I'll be like, she's just, you know, it's a time and a place for everything. And I understand, you you know, you you 
full trans transparency and all this, but it was too, it was a little too much. I you know I felt for Will like she has made him sound like the 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 oaf the like the, no. the corny dude that you just like all right you know no. I let you no. no no you know what I think I think that. We get so caught up in her being trifling and all this stuff. And then we totally forget that there's two in the relationship. So I believe that he's doing his dirt too. The only thing is that, you know, we're not talking about it as much. And even when that whole August Alcina thing came out, Will was like, she wasn't the only one. Like I had somebody that I was dealing with too. But he was just like, more discreet with it. And yeah, I had, but yeah. he admitted it. He admitted it. Like I got my dirt too. The only difference is that, you know, kind of like she got caught. Run on the TV media. and talk about it. He didn't He didn't he go got, to the red table and bring it all out. That's got, why. He, yeah, her lover got caught in the entanglement and he was the one making a statement, but mine didn't. But I had one. Matter of fact, I had a few. And then Will was over here talking about people that he fell in love with in some of the movies that he's done in the past. Like, he's talking too. It's just you, that Jada oh has... God, you mean that? He was like, he was in love with Stockard Tannen and they, you know, I mean, she's aged, just not necessarily gracefully. Mm. Um, but I think it, probably from Six Degrees of Separation when he did that movie, which, you know, I got my own... I had to go see. I don't know. I, I hear about all. I haven't seen that one. And then the really? lady, he and then the one he was in love with. I'm like, I don't. What, he was playing. Play? He was playing like this con artist that uh, um, he was pretending like he was Sidney Poitier's son or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, he got himself in like these social circles. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, it means based on the true story. The reality, the um, that the the real life con artist guy, like he was, he was a gay man mm-hmm. and he had like kind of worked his way into the lives of this very wealthy white family. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, it was, it was some scenes. It was some scenes that, you know, Will did very early in his career. Mm. You no, know, I mean, I've heard about it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, you know, well, so, okay. so he was in love with a woman in this set. No, 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 no. Yeah, so he was in love with the mother, the 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 woman who played his mother, Stocker Channing, in the movie. Oh, movie you know who she is? is? That's Rizzo. Yeah, that's Rizzo. That's Rizzo. That's okay. 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 Oh, so he said. Okay. We know. So said, we know. Oh, I'm looking like wait a minute now. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Tatea when she was talking to. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 To Danny Zuko. To Danny yeah. Zuko. What's it to you? Get your yeah. silky paws off my silky drawers. That's her. That's her. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So you know, whatever. But um, okay. I, you know, I'm just like, okay, Jada, just it's too much. Just leave that. Leave. You don't have to air out everything. You know, yeah. she made a. You know, she took a wrong turn when she got with the young dude because you know, young dudes talk, especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they talk. Yeah. Well, listen, I just better not see anybody out and about with the I rather hang with Jada T-shirt, knowing that yeah. they got it from future because I. I'm gonna whatever I have and I'm drinking. I'm spitting it out and I'm cracking up. So stay away. Don't come near me because I'm good for spitting some shit out and laughing hard. Oh, <laughs> it'll be something. It'll be something. It'll be something. Okay, Jada. All right. Well, um, in other news, I know you've heard. So your 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 man's Joe Buttons. Let me mm-hmm. just make this clear. Jersey's mm-hmm. here. Um, allegedly has come out as bisexual. So. Uh, I don't know if you watch, I, you know, sometimes I, I do check in on the, the vidcast, whatever you call it, the podcast that he's done. I know mm-hmm. um, he had his his two former partners, was it Rory and Mal? Like, they're mm-hmm. not on the show anymore. If I, if yeah. I, so he's, you know, so I guess, um, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. So, you know, people are just kind of, I mean, he said it, he blatantly said, I'm bisexual. You know, how do I spread the news? How mm-hmm. do I spread the word? Yo, listen, guys, I like girls. I like guys mm-hmm. and girls. Right. He says, spread the word, I'm down. Now, in a greater context, um, 
what the conversation was really about on the show. He's talking about the baby and, mm-hmm. you know, how basically the baby has um, kind of been, how did, what word was, was it used? It was like extorted mm-hmm. by the LGBTQ, XYZF, whatever, mm-hmm. community, um, mm-hmm. you know, basically calling like the mafia. So mm-hmm. making him apologize and having him throw money, you know, to allow him to perform on stage again. So in that context, I don't know if Joe Budden was saying, okay, well, I'm gay for pay or, you know, I'm, I'm by side. I don't, I don't, I don't really understand what fully motivated him to say that. Um, but you know, his, with the ex-girl Tahiri, she was like, you know, he might, basically he might be a, a, a woman beater, he might be, you know, a, a mm-hmm. wife beater, a woman beater, mm-hmm. but he ain't, you know, that ain't him. She's like, it, he ain't that, which I, which I, you know, I kind of believe, um, right. You know, from her perspective, like, nah, that's 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 not. He didn't come out. You know, he did that to keep the gaze off his back. Basically. Right, right. I think he was trolling. It was like what they call trolling. I think he was pretty much trolling. He got the attention. He's like, okay, yes, the word is out. Like basically, that was to me him him giving himself like an insurance policy. Like, because I see what's happening to these rappers out here. So I'm one of y'all. You know, put my hands up. Oh, that's a that's a good perspective, like an insurance policy. So you just mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you like gay for pay? I don't know. I mean, mm, I think he really wasn't. I think it was. I don't think he's really saying that he's bisexual at all. I think that was just what we're supposed to only hear. And like I said, it's like a little insurance policy for the media because he sees that black rappers are being taken down. And we already know Dave Chappelle said it best, you know, but let let those feelings be hurt. You're canceled. That's That's a good perspective. I didn't even think about it like that. I'm just kind of looking like, yeah, this man will do anything for some views or some likes, or, you know. No, no, that's how I, I, I saw it right away. I was like, no, 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 you know, I was like, no, 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 no. Like he's he's being he's being bold in what he's saying, but he's making it very clear that this word is going to get out. Like, watch how quick this gets around. Watch, watch, watch. And mm-hmm. you know, that's you know how I say like I come in peace. I don't want to offend anybody. You know, like I love y'all, the LGBTQs. Mm-hmm. I want no problems. <laughs> you know, he just put a look. So if anything ever comes, he's like, well, I. I I like guys and girls. So what are y'all really saying to me? Again, I'm just calling it a little bit of um, a social media insurance policy on his end, for lack of a you know better way okay. to understand That's it. A, but... that, I mean, yeah, I can, I can, I can kind of see that. I don't know, yeah. uh, you know, but who knows other than yeah. his boyfriend? I don't, think I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's coming out. I don't. Hey, you never know. You never know. Little Kim, you know, gave us the words best. You never know. But mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, um, in other news, uh, let's talk about the real life paid in full that has recently um, transpired. So Alberto Alpo, we know him as Alpo Martinez, uh, unfortunately was fatally shot in a drive by shooting in Harlem uh, Mm -hmm. this past week, right on 147th Street in Frederick Douglass at around Mm -hmm. 330 a.m. So he died at Harlem Hospital. That's where I was born. Mm. so, you know, back in the day, people know Martinez was a very controversial figure on the streets in Harlem because he testified against his so-called friends in like that, you know, during that drug trafficking time, all to avoid a life sentence. Um, and he specifically told on Wayne Perry, who got a life sentence to avoid the death penalty in 1994. So this is we talking about a while. So. Um, but most will remember Alpo. I mean, I remember back in the day that was, you know, that a little bit before my time. And, you know, I was I was doing some other stuff in, uh, outside. But I remember, hmm. um, you know, there was a time when there was that that flashy New York. He was mm-hmm. a, that was he was definitely a part of all of that. There was flashy hmm. New York, you know, the Benzes pulling up with the Chuck jewelry and all of that. And mm-hmm. um, 
you know, there was stuff that I was hearing as a young person about, you know, how much he wasn't so much of a, a, a drug dealer as he was as someone who would be rubbing people out, you know, getting mm. rid of you. That That's what I remember hearing. So, you know, and into his, he, he talked very openly, you know, about, and I've seen the videos. It was crazy because he talked about killing his best friend. Like it was nothing, you know, carrying his body and, you know, dumping a body and doing all kinds of stuff. So this dude was in the witness protection program. Yeah. So I'm and living in Maine and supposedly like working for uh, delivering Coca-Cola or something. So how the hell he ended up back on 147th Street in Harlem is beyond me. You know, just... I, I don't get it. So we remember, you know, all of this we kind of saw played out in Paid in Full. Remember the movie where um, who, who played him in the movie? I think Paid in Full came came out and it was Cameron who played him. Remember who played his uh-huh. character? Wood Harris was in it. Um, and Cypher. Well, all of them basically from basically they was all from all from New York. That was really good. But they played this whole thing out. And you remember like the whole thing with Rich Porter and how he got it was just it was just crazy how he got killed. So, you know, I'm I'm just like, this is this is karma. This is karma. Like the, the family was celebrating, you know, champagne glasses. Yeah, street, Rich Porter's you know, family day was home. on the streets. But, you know, if you know that you were considered what, you know, they call a snitch, you know, you were in the business, but you ended up going under witness protection. You had a new name. You know, how dare you after knowing, you know, you did your time, you came back out. How, you know, like where's humility? Like, how dare you come out and, and get on YouTube and, and tell a story? Like, wow, that was, mm-hmm. that was like as if, as if the streets, you know, how many years later? As if people you thought the streets Exactly. You thought, and I mean, shit, we see that in movies where, you know, we have people's kids that come back. I, I'm, I'm here to revenge my father. You know, like, why wouldn't you think that somebody really was out? Like, why would that's the part that is like for somebody who, you know, apparently was so in the game. Why is that something that you missed? Why did you think years later, like you said, that the streets weren't looking for you? So, you know, he did a lot. He held, you know, kids for five hundred thousand dollars. He killed kids. Um, Porter's family, you know, they'll never forget that. You know, young kids were killed and. Um, a lot of people died behind him and he snitched on all his friends from what I know. Mm-hmm. So again, why would you get on the World Wide web to show your face? Like it just makes sense. And then you just got to think maybe, maybe he was asking for it. Asking for it. Like, goodness. Like, goodness. like I'm done. Like I'm tired. Like I'm tired of running. Maybe it was kind of like that. Like I'm tired of running. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of running. Like, I don't know. know, but, um, I rest in peace, you know? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So wait, really quick. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of resting in peace, have you seen the the, the studs with beards? <laughs> Listen Scared here. the shit out of me. <laughs> There's a new trend, honey, and it's not Halloween. And these young ladies are not, um, they're not transgenders. They're gay women who identify themselves as females. However, they are now in... Um, in the stage of getting beards. And now, <laughs> hey, listen, this is in Houston, Atlanta, and I'm sure it's making it, and I'm talking a full beard, honey, a full Rick Ross beard. Now, I there's no hate here, because let me tell you something. If women can wear Spanx and, you know, get these new, you know, behinds and, you know, you name it, then you go right on ahead with your bad self. You want a beard today, Susan? You get yourself a beard. Nobody's mad at you for that. Good for you. That's creative. Wow. Is your face hot? 
Because right. listen, I can barely, I can't do wigs and weaves. I got about forty eight hours, and I got to take this shit off my head. People who know me know, like that looks so nice. I'm like, yeah, but woo, it was hot under there. Woo, you really want that boy haircut? Yeah, man, short hair is my thing. But yeah, mm-mm. I so to have hair on my face, that's not really necessary. Shit, I'm over here. You got you got women with mustaches already. Why don't you? <laughs> Good time. I just time. I'm like, okay, Mister, Ma'am, Sir. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm like I'm a little per- perplexed because I saw the vi- I saw the video and I was like, man, that's a that dude got some really nice skin. And then you mm-hmm. know, upon further inspection, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, and he oh he got a chest too. So oh 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 oh, oh then oh. I yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is oh, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, she getting yeah. the beard weave. That's yeah, what yeah. that's what she's doing. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Because let me tell you something these lace fronts, I watch it on YouTube and they come up, and I just watch out of pure amazement. I said, Now, this is black girl magic. This is the it's shit amazing. that makes yeah, it magical. I, you know, Are you kidding me? What a whole I've been a member of the wet lace community that, that I am. Time, so, yeah, get, then you want a beard, you can be anything you want to be. Get your beard, go right up, you can confuse the fuck out of these like kids. It. I know you that. Know if you you like it, I love it. I'm I'm just I you know I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm amused and I'm amazed, I, Mr. Ma'am, sir. I'm I'm just wow wow. I, okay, you told yeah. me. That's all I said. You told me. <laughs> Fool me. I told you. I'm looking. I'm like, man, that dude got some really nice skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty no 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 pretty eyes too. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. But check it out. That's Have good. you ever seen? And there's a guy that used to work at a makeup counter. And this was like years ago. He was ahead of the game. He had a full out beard. You know what I'm saying? Very like nicely manicured. And he had his contour, his, you know, lashes on, you know, um, he would wear his purse, but he was, he was keeping his whole, like, I'm a man, like, here's my beard. But his makeup was crazy. Mm. I'm talking lashes, contour, nose, like, you know, little lip gloss on looking at you, like say something. And even that was just like a moment of like, oh, wait a minute, I'm a little confused. Wait a minute, wait a minute, let me get this together. So mm-hmm. just the just the creativity to, you know, do what you want to do. You remember there was a video years ago of a gentleman on like one of these like singing shows. Yes, and yes, I remember. Remember that? Full and beard, beautiful full beard. beard. Beyonce looking hair with a full hair, beard. Yes, and a, nice, and a nice dress on. And it just... And he had a great voice and it was like, wow, I'm a, I'm a little, cause I guess we have the norm of what we think a woman should look like and what we think a man should look like, but somehow they're all, it's a, now it's all, they're blending together. Mm. It's all mm-hmm. blending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. so check it out. <laughs> Speaking of blending, uh, Kanye was on drink champs and yeah, yeah. you know, he, Kanye still serves us. I will give it like, you know, it's Kanye still in some way, shape or form gets our attention. You know, Kanye was on, you're like, what? Where, yeah. where was he at? Um, so, cause first I heard Kanye was going to have a, um, a houseware line, like plates and stuff. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> he's, he's getting his Martha Stewart on, you know, I, whatever. Okay, great. So he went on, um, in this interview and I, what, one thing he did say when they asked him about home and, you know, things that are out of his control. And he said, my home is just when my daughter FaceTimes me. That's when my home is. And I thought, you know what? That's sweet. That sounded mm-hmm. very solid minded. Like that was good. Um, again, I saw like bits and pieces of it. He talks about Drake, um, kind of instigating the bad blood they have um then he even talked about little sean and just yeah saying like that, that if it was you know when i die like you know th- this is the reason why he's dead or something like that is going to be on a tombstone and then in but, yeah sean, I, I really didn't like that like he said why would you like, he, say, he, like, he i signed little it was like a mistake that he signed big sean but 
so, you know, it was just, you know, and then he talks about Kim Kardashian, how she was on SNL and, you know, they're probing her to do these things in media and publicists. And it's just kind of like, you know, it, what they're saying is, Kanye, you can't choose when you want to be famous. Like, and people, you know, you draw the attention to yourself. We all see Kim hanging out with Pete Davidson. We all, you know, we all see what it is. Like you're hanging out with some, you know, model chick, like, you know, so stop acting like the media is trying to make something that it isn't like, we know what it is. And if Kim comes to support your concerts, well then great, but she's apparently moving on. So, um, I I'm looking forward to big Sean's interview on drink champs to see what mm -hmm. he has to say in yeah, response. He, he said that, uh, big Sean said that Kanye owes him $6 million. Like, how's that? Wait, big Sean owes no, Kanye? Big Sean said that Kanye owes him six million dollars. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, wow. So, let's oh, let's figure that part out. That, oh, that'll wild. be the drink champs to to watch. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, I I have this, you know, Kanye is is definitely a, a figure. You know, um, I'm not. I I did not like that last album. At all, I did not like that last album. Donya, what's it called? Donya, his mother's Donya. Sorry, Donya. No, that's not it. What is? What is it? What was the? What was his? I'm sorry. It was name. I think you got it. Donda. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I really did not like that album. I really did not like any of it. And I, you know, I listened to it. So I'm just for me personally. I, cause I've, I've seen Kanye West in concert. We'll get into this a little bit, but I, I don't like the energy that comes out of those, comes out of the music and comes out of the now, like, you know, mm -hmm. give me the old Kanye. He even, he said it. That's, that's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. To be honest with you, I'm I'm in the same boat. I don't really entertain too much of Kanye's new stuff, even down to his sneakers. I don't really entertain too much of it. Yeah. Um, I like the old Kanye. I like the college dropout. You know, I'm I'm way too far behind, and maybe I'm just stuck in my own ways. But it's okay. You can keep it. Like I'm good. I'm good. Thanks anyway. Yeah. Thank, no, no, no. Really, thanks anyway. I feel like he's like grabbing my arm. No, 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 no. Thanks anyway. Yeah. The only reason why you got to me was because you were um on the radio in the car this morning on Hot 97. So I listened. But outside of that, like, no, no, no. no, no no, 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 get off my arm. No, 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 no. I won't be buying this. Thank yeah, you. You're like, I don't want to go. I don't want to. Mm -mm, no. No, but it's okay. So, also, I have so much I want to run through. Uh -huh. I haven't spoke to you in a minute. Uh, our, go. Uh, th this is crazy. So, um, the sheriff's office have reported that uh, Alec Baldwin, who discharged prop guns that killed crew members mm. and wounded a director. So, um, this was on the set of the movie Rust, where, you know, he is not only the actor, but he's a producer in this film. And it's like, you mm -hmm. know, taking place on the Bonanza Creek Ranch um, in California. And, um, Girl, it, shit. He he was handed the the weapon, and mm -hmm. you know they yelled out "cold gun," indicating it didn't have any live rounds. Um, and sure enough, he shot off. And uh, in discharging these weapons, um, cinematographer Helena Hutchins um, was killed, and um, what's his name, Joel Souza, was injured. Um, rest in peace. I'm so sorry to hear this. This was terrible. And this was like the biggest shot because I always think of Alec Baldwin as like, what's in your wallet? Like, I just always, yeah. he's, like, he's, he's always imitating Trump. You know, he does a good and, job. And, to me. Yeah, he does a great job imitating he's Trump. He's so good. He's so funny. Like, I always just think like, oh my God, like he's funny. Like, he's very funny. But this was like, wow. Like, so you mean to tell me that this man killed him, right? It was clear. It was supposedly an accident. And then um, first thing I thought was like, oh, somebody set him up right away. I'm like, why would there even be a working gun on, on set? Like there's people who, you know, do all of that. And then 
then mm-hmm. it did. Uh, the rumor was that it's like a sabotage. Like the whole thing was like a sabotage, and that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this is going to be a movie in the in the future. You know, days to come. I totally see this as a movie. This is crazy, right. and you know, just I hate to put it this way, but how a white man can kill two people in cold blood, accident or not. And go home and sleep good at night. It just, it's still. I, one. It was one, right? He injured right? one and killed He injured one. one. I'm sorry. Injured one, killed another. And, you know, I, I, and, you know, he said, you know, he's cooperating with the police. You know, he's, he's so hurt with everything happening. And, um, you know, it sounds like a clear sabotage. Sounds like a clear sabotage. But this right here is, oh my God, this is a movie about a movie. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? Oh my God. I, I just couldn't believe it. So yeah. That's what's happening in Hollywood, and I'm sure that is all the talk. Because yeah, I wow. didn't, I didn't even think of you know, you just bought that aspect of sabotage, and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even think of it that way. Because this it reminds me of was it Brandon Lee, um, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee's son? Yes. Like he was yes. he was killed on set with a live round that was supposed to be a dummy round, and you know, they have people that are, you know, they have people that are trained and are to orchestrate how that the scenes are supposed to happen when they have these guns. And I'm, I'm not sure what happened here or how this, how this was even allowed right. to happen. Cause the, these are people that are professionals, right? They're, they're, they're wiping off fingerprints and they're doing all that. But um, the district attorney's office spokesperson, Sasha Anderson said that I think it was Carmack Altweaves uh, believes that a prop gun would still be considered a deadly weapon. if mm-hmm. Homicide charges were filed. So they're still waiting for like the investigation around this whole thing. So yeah. prop gun or not, you know, like it's it's still a homicide. Oh my goodness, this is like wow. Yeah, and you know, well, whew, recipes to yes. who lost her life, and oh. you know, hopefully there'll be some closure to this. Mm, sad. Yeah, isn't that terrible? So oh yeah, so on a okay. on a on a up and up. All right. Well, yeah. Let's 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 get to the woke minute. But our our first woke, like I want to introduce and let everyone know that TwizPod, that's us, y'all. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> has officially entered the metaverse. So we have a newly minted non fungible token, otherwise known as, a, as an NFT. So it's actually, it's our logo or it's a, a piece of our digital art, which is now available for purchase on the mm-hmm. Ethereum blockchain. Um, so now our logo is tradable on the blockchain. This is huge for us. So you can go over to OpenSea, that's open sea.io that is the marketplace or the metaverse the universe for all of the crypto um nfts um it's one of the major ones so search for twizpod and look make an offer on open open sea and all you need to do you do have to have a crypto exchange account to make any purchases or make any offers on open sea so you're going to need to have Ethereum in your wallet, in your virtual wallet to pay for it. This is a one of one original piece of work because it's our likeness. It's us. Mm-hmm. It's our cartoon. Um, and the best part about this whole thing is we're, we're you know, this is our first time doing this. We are running this till 
uh, probably in December. But a portion of our proceeds um, from the auction or sale, whichever one this is, of this, that's what I'm saying, NFT, will benefit the Children's Defense Fund. So, you know, this is this is near and dear to both our hearts. It supports a mission um, to champion policies and programs to lift children and youth out of poverty, which is a big thing, and also protect them from abuse. Um, mm -hmm. abuse and neglect. So, you know, that this hopefully will have um, a donation to go to to ensure that we can do that. So, um, right. look, if you don't know the first thing about crypto, this is really your chance to get involved. Um, you know, it's something new that I've been da dabbling in and especially with uh, yield farming. Um, so, you know, you can actually do that, kind of get yourself knowledgeable, go to the website and, and find TwizPod and figure it out really. Um, but you can also do good in the process because like Yay. I said, the proceeds are going to charity. So this is, awesome. What you think? This is awesome. Yes. This is awesome. Congratulations to us because yeah. this just um, makes me feel if not everybody else who's listening, that we are moving with the times. We, we too are changing in a positive the changing times. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Cause sometimes things move so fast. You're like, wait, wait, what, 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 what's happening right now? But mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, you can always have an opportunity to give back in the process. So that's what makes it super dope to be a part of it. Because I'm about that give back life. Yeah. Super dope. I like that. Yay, 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 super yay, yay. Dope. Yay. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So moving on, we are in the woke minute. And um, and of course, you know, by this time, everybody has heard about uh, the people who lost their lives at Travis Scott's uh, concert this past mm -hmm. weekend. There were a number of concert goers um, who were killed, and uh, there were a lot of injuries reported during Travis Scott's Astro World uh, music festival. So, um, I wanted to say some words on this. You know, sometimes I, I can, I can go off on on. I won't say the deep end, but you know, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna pose this for everybody to make you think. All right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I heard about the news, that you know, I was I was online late last night, and of course. You know, you don't even have to turn on the TV anymore. Like, a, you know, it used to be like the TV, the radio. Now, mm -hmm. all you need to do is go to your feed, you know, whether mm -hmm. that's Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, mm -hmm. you can get all the news there. So, of course, you know, if most of us, I believe, have heard it that way, you know, I think the news streams kind of they pick up later. So, you know, we have this very fast way of getting information. But, I, you know, I just want to go back to what is a music concert? You know, because mm -hmm. we understand, you know, music is one of the things that connects us. It, it influences our emotions. I mean, you mm -hmm. and I, we, we talk about the, the old school jam and mm -hmm. it's, it's music that gives us a, we, it, there's a memory that surrounds it. There's a feeling that comes up. You know, you know, we talk about this all the time. You know, that's mm -hmm. my jam because it makes me feel a certain way. And mm -hmm. that's what music is. You know, it can make us cry. It gets us excited. There's certain music I listen to and it means I'm going to be driving fast. So I have to slow my ass down. That's how serious <laughs> it is. You know, mm -hmm. um, music is therapeutic. There's music therapy. You know, you listen to certain music and it calms you down. So with that being said and understanding what music is, a concert is really a religious experience, you know. And so hear me out on this because I, you know, I've I've studied this and I and I've you know I've looked at this and there's a connection that goes with going to a concert and having that experience, you know, mm -hmm. the lights and the visuals, it affects your your psyche. We know mm -hmm. that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um and 
you get all of these people together, it becomes like a mass of people and they're all gathering and, you know, everybody knows the lyrics to the songs and saying the words and we're all, you know, everybody's saying the same words and it becomes a mantra because you're saying things over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's dancing and there's swaying and there's movement, you know, and we're be di- being directed at the person who was elevated on that stage, mm-hmm. you know, who, you know, is uh, to a lot of us, it's a, the celebrity, it's our idol. It is, almost a godlike figure to us, you know, and that person is absorbing the vibes and the praise of the crowd so that they can perform what it is they came to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a bad thing per se. We've we've all, you know, experienced it. You go to a concert and effects, uh, a festival and you know you're standing there looking at the stage and you are enthralled by the energy, you know, or you've mm-hmm. heard it before where somebody is performing and they want to hear the crowd. They want to mm-hmm. hear the mm-hmm. callback, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a bad thing. It is it is a profound emotional experience mm-hmm. um, that you have when you go to these large gatherings. Now mm-hmm. I will say, you know, I remember, you know, we talked about Kanye a little before, and I said I've gone to a concert where I thoroughly enjoyed the energy mm-hmm. that he presented, and mm-hmm. I've gone to one of his concerts where I felt like I did not belong there. I didn't need to hear it. I didn't need to see it. Mm-hmm. It just, it felt, and I'm not going to use the words that some people are using, but it felt very negative for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you know, but you're mm-hmm. in a, you're in a crowd of people and you, you know, you almost are, you have no choice, but to be connected to that energy while you're in that particular place. So mm-hmm. like I said, going to a concert and having this, you know, this experience, so to speak, mm-hmm. it is, it's not a bad thing. You know, it, it, it does good. It, you know, if it's doing all the positive things that it's supposed to do, you leave that venue or wherever you're at feeling good, you Mm -hmm. know, reminiscing on what you heard and what you felt and how, what you saw and, you know, Mm -hmm. hopefully with a good message. So like I said, you know, it is a ritual. It's not a bad thing, you know, right off the bat, Mm -hmm. but it's when a music concert Mm -hmm. results in the loss of lives Mm -hmm. at, that idol's feet, at that person's feet, you know, you know as the crowd. That's for me is when you cre- question what that ritual is all about. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading a lot of stuff. I've always, uh, you know, Travis Scott is not my favorite artist, but mm-hmm. I remember watching a documentary. You and I talked about this, yep, um, a Netflix documentary yep. where mm-hmm. he has such a... Uh, a hold over mm-hmm. his audience. Mm-hmm. They were comparing his audiences, uh, his audience to Michael Jackson's audience, the way that they react. You know, remember you used to see people at Michael, Michael Jackson right. be falling out, fainting, mm-hmm. and you know, couldn't just by a touch. If if Michael Jackson touched them, and they would just you know fall out. I mean, this this is something that happens in churches as mm-hmm. well as in as in concerts. There's wow. an energy that is present there. So I just remember seeing that. Um, that Netflix special with Scott. And it's like, I, for me, I can't understand the phenomena that he is, is, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, his music is okay, but, mm-hmm. um, but you have, you know, you see people falling out, mm-hmm. um, you know, losing it, crying and screaming and, you know, the whole mosh pit. And it's, it is, it's, it's something that for me, you know, like, I mean, I don't want to be involved in that, but you right. see people who are paying their money and they're going, I remember the Super Bowl that he did, that Travis Scott did. And, you know, the imagery mm-hmm. for, for me mm-hmm. was very provocative. And 
you know, we we kind of like nobody wants to associate some of the things that we see like, oh, you know, well, that's not what it means. Or, you know, oh, then there's all the Illuminati and conspiracy theories. But just take it on a on a, as as being as objective as possible. If what you're looking at provokes in you a negative feeling or negative mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. then that's what it is. That's how mm-hmm. I look at it. It's, it, you know. You, we are all uh, intuitive on, in, on different ways, and we can feel things. So if it if it feels a certain way to you, what you're seeing and what you're hearing, then then it is that it, it is that way. Don't you know? Trust that feeling. So you know, I'm just looking at some of this in, imagery that he had. You know, see you on the other side, and hmm. you know, the whole concert venue is you are traveling into his mouth. You know, it's a it's like a skull, his skull, hmm. and you're you're walking into through his mouth, through mm-hmm. uh, whatever, you know, whatever that's supposed to mean. And I, you know, I've seen the video of that, this, this tragic concert where, you know, he's on a, look like a ladder or on a, you know, he's over the crowd and clearly you can see people in distress in the mm-hmm. crowd. I mean, not singing the songs and not, I mean, not dancing, but they look like they are, you know, what people saying there are people around me dying. You, and you could see it. And he's just, continuing on with this concert Mm -hmm. you know maybe he couldn't see them i you know i don't know i just like i said this is something to think about you know question the ritual because the concert is a ritual it is we go and and we we have an experience and it a lot of times it could be a life-changing experience it could um it's it's a very spiritual experience for Mm -hmm. for us to attend these these sort of events but what does that mean when people lose their lives at this experience, that's what I question. So, what right. what are your what are your thoughts? I you know this just kind of had me a little bit um, on the fence with everything because I believe that when you're an entertainer, that's a beautiful thing when you can touch lives. I'm an entertainer. I know what it is to stand in a room of people and have everybody's attention. That is an overwhelming good feeling. However, what do you do with that attention once you have it? For me, I'm here to make people laugh. Great gift to use. Now, in this case, if you're telling me you use your attention uh, that you do receive and, this, you know, I would say the spirit of others and the energy of others and they're in turn dying, that's that is a whole nother like I feel realm of life that I don't even touch. I'm like, oh, no, like I didn't come to this concert to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, mm-hmm. no, I didn't, I didn't come for any of that. And I didn't come for anything. You know, I'm going to use the word demonic. I didn't come for none of that. Um, but some people, I feel like seeing a little bit of what was happening, it, that's, yeah, some, I saw somebody's clip and they were mm-hmm. in the car after the concert and this kid was like, I'm totally spooked. He was like, it seemed like everybody was like dying around me. I've seen, I've never seen death in this way before. He was like, yeah. it was almost like we were, we were in hell. Like we were welcome to hell. And he was like, I'm totally spooked. He had no sense of like, I'm not trying to be tough. Like I'm messed up after being in there. Like everybody was falling out. They were not, you know, people needed CPR. They were moving along. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And just seeing this clip was like, oh my God, is this serious? And then I thought about the Netflix special that he had. Mm-hmm. And he also, you know, did everything around this whole, um, this whole, you know, park that was in Houston, Texas. And he's going back to Astro World again, you know, doing the whole thing again. And, you know, for whatever reason, he has a hold on his, his audience like that. I, hey, I just feel like they, they know what they're getting when they come. They, that's why they're fans. They know what they're getting when, when they come to his concert, mm-hmm. not to say they knew they were getting death. You know, I'm sorry to hear about this is like tragic. This is like, and you're right. It is a ritual. Um, I remember going to a Beyonce concert years ago mm-hmm. and Beyonce was singing something. And I just remember I was crying too. 
she was crying, singing something, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I just remember like, Ooh, like that hit different. You know, sometime we, you know, I remember Mary J. Blige uh, one time and Mary J. Blige hit on something, told her a little story about something. Next thing you know, she's singing it from the heart and we're crying too. We with her. Mm-hmm. So it is a very, you know, um, the ability to touch lives in, in that big form. It is, it is miraculous. It is, it is something else. So, you know, when you pay attention to, you know, what do you have people chanting? You ever see the, um, somebody mm-hmm. singing in their, in their audience and they pass the, they take the microphone off their mouth and their whole audience sings mm-hmm. their yeah. song, you yeah. know, that, that is like a transcending moment. I'm sure. Like you just, you don't have to sing your words. You're in a room of millions of people and they know your song. Like, wow, that's gotta be elevating. But if you look back and your whole crowd of people are, you know, they're dying and that, that is just like, what's really happening here? That's, yeah. you know, what's really happening here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at with it. Like, what's really, ha- what's really happening here? You're, you're exactly right. Like I said, it's, it's not a bad thing. You know, we, we, we use the word as a ritual because that's, that's what it is. You are transported at that particular time in, in space reality. You are transported to another place. So, you know, you ain't worried about what's going on outside of what you see on stage. You know what I right. mean? Yes, you're, it's, there, it's, you're there for the experience. And like I said, the lights and the visuals and everything is having its effect. And, you know, nine times out of 10, you love the person that you are coming to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they're performing, you know, the words, you know what, you know, what comes next, mm-hmm. you know, the dance, yep. it's, it's, it's all of this. And, and that, that person, that performer is, 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 is eating it up. You know, mm-hmm. absorbing the vibration and and, yeah. and taking it all in and and mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, you you know, when you perform, it's 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 a, it can be a positive exchange of energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very like intimate. Said, call call it into question when people are dying. In this yes. in this what is supposed to be a positive exchange of energy. Right. What right is at really your happening. Feet. What is really happening? Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I. You know. And you I'm, see that kid. You know, I, I'm I'm not going to get into you know uh, Kylie Jenner and. You know her posting, and I've you know you've seen her new line. It's it's like drenched in blood. That's a whole nother story. But really, oh yeah, oh I yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just, yeah. Like what's what's that all what's that all about? You know, you know. I just I I just feel like I've and this is just me, and I'm being a little silly on this here, and I'm being a little serious too. I mm-hmm. feel like I would be in a space like that and be like, woo! I don't feel Jesus Christ, and I would get back in my car. <laughs> Like yeah, no. or, or something, mm-mm. you don't. Nope. I mean, mm-mm. nope, mm-mm. nope. This ain't. This don't feel right. Nope. There are all kinds of of. There's there's a lot in this world, you know, and mm-hmm. people need to be. You, you need to know what you're playing with when you're playing with it. You need to know. Nope. nope. You know, and I and I think a lot of people don't don't really understand. You know, you want to go. I mean, because look, you want to go to a concert and and have a good time. You don't go to like you say. You don't go to. Mm-mm. think that something like this would happen Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. you know what what are who are you listening to what are you listening to how are you listening to it yeah well, right. what is the images that you're seeing like i said i i probably won't be going to a kanye west concert because i saw some stuff mm-hmm. that just shook me to my core like i'm everybody is watching a blood sacrifice a, a, a pretend blood sacrifice on the stage and we Mm-mm. everybody good with this Mm-mm. i'm not good with this it's not this some people not, are. Um, some people you know, are. This, this ain't. This ain't. I want to hear Gold Digger. You're not even saying that. You're talking about something else. You know. I want to. I want to. I want to hear some of the jams. You know. And that's when right. I knew, like, okay, this, this, I, this is not for me. This is something I different. Am, 
I'm not not a part of this ritual mm-hmm. that's going on right here. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. I, I I didn't see blood and and all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm I just came here for the music, for the good vibe. I thought it was good mm-hmm. music. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm taking it on. Just I'm just giving an example mm-hmm. where you got to have discernment when you like. Okay, this this is not for me. You know, my yeah. my energy. I, you're not going to use my energy. Um, you know, to they do like an energy harvest. You're not going to do that with me no. with this. So no. it's just what do, what do you what are you trying to put out and what do you want back? So when somebody will say to me, um, just as an entertainer, you know, I'll they'll say, they may say, uh, well, I'm not going to sit in the front. I don't want you know the comedian to talk about me. I don't want you to talk about me. And I say, well, listen, unless you give me reason, I want you to want to come back. I want you to want to come back to my show. So no, bro, like no, come sit up in the front. You know, we are going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. We are yeah. going to have a good time. I'm not, I don't want to have you here to make you feel bad. That's not really, you know, and funny is funny. Don't get me wrong. I can, whew, I can be a hoot. However, you know, nah, you paid your good money. I'm not trying to make nobody feel bad. That's not just me. You know, now if you come and try to, you know, be a heckler and, and make a scene on yourself, well then that's a different thing you ask for. But if that's not the case, I want you to want to come. I want to have a fair exchange of energy. Right. Come on down. Travis, I don't know what this this is disturbing, for lack of a better word. This whole um, headline is mm-hmm. it, the story itself is disturbing, and you know, music is one thing, but this is a little bit. Yeah, I, I you know, it was an energy harvest. He knew what he was doing. He uncharted territory doing. for me. Like, mm, yeah. this, this, this is. I don't know what he's into, and I don't know what his fans are into because he's just a representative. If you really, yeah, look at yeah, it. he's just a representative. So anyway, oh, so I, I mean, you know. Prayers and thoughts to the family, to mm-hmm. everyone who lost their lives in the pit and the and the people that were affected. And can I just say this really quick? Mm-hmm. It's one thing when we hear about these concerts where there are shootouts, because I feel like there was a concert in was it Houston, and was it was it um oh my gosh one one of these pop stars, and a lot of people were killed at this concert. Somebody came in and shot it up. It was right before the pandemic. Anyway, so when we hear some of these concerts and people doing these wild things, you know, in these big settings, you know, these movie theaters, remember that people were walking in the movies mm-hmm. and people walk into schools and they shoot it up. Like, you know, it's been, I mean, some of the, um, some of these uh, murders that have happened at the hands of, you know, th- these guns that people walk in and shoot up these places, you know, the numbers have gone up and before the pandemic, after the pandemic, mm-hmm. that's one thing, you know, to, to really have something like that happen. This right here, people died at a concert. I'm talking eight and more and have that you gotta really question it. Like, okay, there was no gun. Hmm? Yeah, isn't that crazy? We're gonna we're gonna know what this is though. We let's just let's watch what happens. What was in the air? Somebody said it felt like there was like poison in the air. That's what mm-hmm. that's what a couple people were saying. So yeah, yeah, this this is mm-hmm, 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 yeah, yeah. Like pay pay attention. That's all. Like stay woke because we'll we'll see. You know yeah. where what trajectory this takes him to. Mm, we'll, mm, that that'll mm. be a, a teller. You know that, mm. that'll tell a lot. So is he going to be canceled? Makes me question. If the baby's canceled with LGBTQs. Is he canceled after this? Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. Doesn't make you question. Mm-hmm. Like where where right. are where where where's it going now? Now where's this going with this black man? Like is he canceled or? You know, no, we just we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch. We're gonna have to revisit this. Well, let's watch yeah. what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So, okay. All right, podcasters, mm-hmm. you already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, twist potters, <laughs> podcast twist potters. Yep. You all know what I meant to say. <laughs> 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 so, 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, Twizzy. Oh, that's cute. Mm -hmm. We'll keep that. Mm -hmm. We'll keep that little barrette. All right. Anyway, so mm -hmm. moving on. Um, I was going to make mention of Jay Z having been um inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently. Yeah, Jay. I just want to say that really quick. That's a big deal. Him and actually LL Cool J. Um, our Jay Z is fifty-one years old. Did you know that? Uh, when you said it. Oh, okay. See, yeah, 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 yeah. He's um the first solo rap artist inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I love so it. we want to give him big props for even being recognized. You know, rock and roll is something where we've started it, but they don't like to recognize black folks. We already know mm -hmm. stuff like that. So for him to have gotten that caliber, it's like, okay. And in his speech, he yeah. mentioned something like, we don't know where we're going to be tomorrow. He's like, matter of fact, I know where I got to be tomorrow. I got to be in court. Oh, I love it. 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 You know, just, just. Still real to the core. You know what I'm saying? Money in the pocket, just still real to the core and telling it. So, yeah. Yes. And then um, his movie, The Harder They Fall, was out. And I watched it last oh, night. I'm sorry. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. So, Did you love it? Like I said, you was going to love it. Yeah. A lot. Let me tell you. It was. Are we okay in the minute to go into this? Or what are we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we all here? So check this out. This is definitely going to be my man crush. We're going to. I'm going to do a three, two, one, by the way. What did I tell you? Ew. So yeah, you, you, okay. That's, I'm going to break up the screens for you. So you guys look for the post tomorrow. So great story, a lot of dialogue. And that's really what had me. The dialogue is what really had me. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot of good dialogue, good storyline, good beginning, good middle and good end. So kudos to Jay uh, for being, you know, a partner in production of this movie on Netflix. Um, Regina, Idris, uh, what's the other one? How was he looking? Name. I told you. I said. Oh, I man. He looked like he grits with me on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Look, even in a pinstripe jail suit. Damn it. Damn it, Idris. <laughs> even when you straight out of prison and rusty. Damn it, Idris. Goddamn. <laughs> hmm. Remember, Beyonce says, Goddamn, Goddamn. Damn, I told you, I told you. I was I mad. Watch that again. I just, I, you know, it reminded me like back in the day when I used to watch the Westerns with Granddaddy. Yes, I said it to my husband. I was like, my grandfather used to watch Westerns. And I feel like it was on all day. I would like leave. They, were on, watch they, were, they were on all day. He would watch it all no, day. No brown, black. You didn't see us in there at no, all. So and he, this, it was like, I love, oh man. You know I was like, I granddaddy thought, watching this with me. That, no, I thought that I was like, you know what? I would have liked to have taken granddaddy to see this. I was like, I wonder what it was that in another movie I thought of that I think granddaddy would have liked. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, that was good. Okay, so we'll, we'll get more into that because mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I am actually gonna watch it again. Yeah, me too. So check this out. Uh, we're gonna get mm -hmm. to the weekend D. Is that okay? Can I? Yes. You got it going on. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. Time. Took us a long time to get here, but sometime when Weekend D is worth it, it's worth the wait. Ew. <laughs> so, this writer right here, she goes on to say, I love the show. Um, I think you ladies are hilarious. So, okay, she goes, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching my very best friend, my, my very best girlfriend and her husband navigate marriage counseling. Outside, they have the picture perfect marriage and they seem to love each other very deeply, but there is a history of infidelity. Now, my friend wants her husband to tell their kids slash family and our friend circle about the cheating. My friend says 
This is what she needs to move forward. I think it will cause too much embarrassment for everybody. What do y'all say? Mm-hmm. Sean, what you got? Um, so I'm going to say first that so this is the kind of question when it's like you were waiting to get your back blown out, but then he kisses you on your forehead. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought we were going to get in the guts, but okay, we're not. Okay, all right, all right. This is more, this is, this is more relationship and, I, and I'm here for it. I'm here for, I'm here for it, so... I'm going to the bathroom um, for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let me let me help because this this is the friend asking for a friend, basically. I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. You know, just on the outside, like I, so her best friend and her, and the and the husband and the best friend's husband, they're going through counseling, and mm-hmm. there's been some infidelity. So mm-hmm. the so the so the wife of the the wife wants him to basically make like. Uh, an admission to everybody she wants. You know how that is. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember, I was in a, I was at this is when I belonged to this church. I'm a, I'm gonna leave the church unnamed. But mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. the pastor had been cheating on mm-hmm. on his wife. You know, mm-hmm. they got, they had two kids, and he was cheating on a wife. Mm-hmm. And once, you know, we in, we in church, you know, going through the, the whatever. And next thing I know, he's making a full on confession. About his transgressions because he had a child out of you know a secret a son oh shit out of the whole affair so mm-hmm. and the wife was sitting there the kids was on the stage like it was it was very um like it was very what do you call it uh orchestrated like they, it was mm. it was set up like it was a whole show so he got up on you know he at the, got up on the pulpit and he told the whole congregation about his cheating. Mm. And I remember feeling like this is just too much information. Like, obviously, we, you know, there have been rumors, yes. And I guess he felt like he needed to kind of clear the rumors or whatever. But I'm looking at the, I was looking at the wife's face and I could tell, like, she made this possible for him. Like, you're going to go in front of the whole church. You're going to tell them everything. Mm-mm. And I felt like, you know, I felt like there's a level of once you do that, even though for infidelity breaks the trust, your break there's a level of trust that's broken with that. Mm-hmm. Like you are making your man give this whole testimony mm-hmm. to people who, in in actuality, it's really none of their business anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with Jada, like it ain't really nobody's business, there but you're go. putting it all out there, mm-hmm. and now you want to embarrass him because you know I, I feel like as as this husband. Yeah, it's gonna embarrass not only it's gonna embarrass everybody to Mm -hmm. me. Like I don't want to hear. I might hear rumors. I don't need you to clear up the rumors because it's really at the end of the day, it's none of my business. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. why this her best girlfriend is trying is is looking? I'm I'm pretty sure their marriage counseling did not say that this is a part of therapy. Like this Mm is what you need to do: get him Mm -hmm. to go and tell all your friends, all of y'all mutual friends that he cheated. Mm -hmm. This I don't see how that's how that's going to get through it. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think this is the best thing to do in the situation. You know, mm-hmm. if they love each other, cause you know, you, you can, if you can get past the infidelity and some people do, mm-hmm. some couples can, can do mm-hmm. it. It takes a lot of work, a lot of energy and mm-hmm. a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is one of the ways to do it by mm-hmm. get, making him give a confession to people who it didn't really have anything to do with anywhere. I'm assuming what, right. what I don't see what you gain from that. Right. My, in my opinion. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> two things that come to mind. <laughs> I think about on Game of Thrones when they shaved Cersei's head and they made her parade her through town naked. You remember that? 
Yeah, shame, shame. Okay. Shame. Oh, everybody threw shit at her. And oh, and for a minute, you know, we know Cersei's the bad, you know, but we felt we felt for her in a hot second. Like, ooh, that's terrible. Even the villain we felt bad for. Oh, they made her walk, you know, walk the town in shame. That's kind of what she's doing here in terms of like, you have to tell people that's going to be like a scarlet letter. You're going to make yeah, it. Make... Then I also think about by you telling everybody, I think about the, uh, the meme video I just sent to you with the clown dancing <laughs> in the party and it says, this, this is what you like going back to him. <laughs> so if you want to tell everybody your man, you know, is is uh, getting it in with everybody else beside you and he's, he's for the people, but yet you still with him, then you pretty much look like boo-boo the fool sweetheart so and on top of it like for you to want to tell the kids and family not to say it has to be one big secret because i bet you two people who do know his main homeboy who dropped him off at her house every time he <laughs> your mother-in-law knows you know like trust me that the the community of people that you know help you to raise a child you know they already know like it's not a secret so you know for you to feel like he needs to sit down and let everybody know in the circle of friends and then for what because you're not going to be with him or because you're going to continue to be with him so i just feel like some people get a little bit caught up in this thing called social media and in reality you know i may have five thousand friends on facebook and i can't accept anymore i may have you know certain amount of thousands of friends on you know different outlets but in reality guess when it really comes down to it when my obituary is out none of these people are going to be on it i gotta Mm -hmm. tell you so i think we get caught up in thinking that you know, we're in a world where we owe it to tell people, you know, what's really private between you and a person. When you mm-hmm. got married and you took vows with a person, or even when you go get paid and you get your paycheck, or when you go punch out at work, it's only your name on it. It's really just you. And if you share a last name with somebody, then it's just you two. So I think some people get it twisted. And I'm just speaking for myself when I say, I don't owe it to no damn body to tell you nothing. I don't owe nobody. And that's where people start to feel like um, they're living for everybody else. So this is somebody who really does care about what other people think, but they're doing it in a very cryptid way. Right. So, so no, don't, don't bother. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause in reality, if what, every time he cheats, you're going to have to sit back at the red table and tell everybody again and again and again. And then he starts <laughs> to look stupid. Now I'm over here like, girl, you heard, you heard dinner's catered again, right? Yeah. Jimmy cheated again. I don't know, but I hope they had that chicken they had last time. Oh, I see you there. It, that's messed up. Now I'm just coming for the food because Jimmy always cheats. You get what I'm saying? Or if the table turns and he finds you cheating, then what? We all got to come to court and you want us all to pay, you know? Like, okay. Oh, shit. Okay, girl. This, this, you know, that those two is a good time. You know, they might as well just be swingers. Like, you letting everybody put their hands in on everything. And I hate to tell you that. Somebody sitting at the table, they already knew about it. You know, it's the jig is up. Like, right. Everybody, everybody knew. Everybody knew. Like, that's, like I told you, the people at work who are creeping and think nobody knows, that'd be the best. When you see them walk out and they're going to separate cars, you'll be like, oh, that's good, that's good, that's good. Girl, call me, call me when you get to the red light. Call me when you get to the red light. I just saw them leave. I just saw them leave. They think nobody knows. I mean, the lengths you go, you know what I mean, to think you're keeping a secret when people know. So, girl, mind your business. Don't, I think it would, um, it would help for her to tell her friend, don't, don't do that. Yeah, I, I, do I that. agree. I mean, it's, if, she, if she can, if a friend is, is, reasonable and like I said I guarantee you that this little tactic is not something that the therapist that they're going to see for marriage counseling said that's what y'all should do Listen, tell him to have, why don't y'all have a cookout and then tell everybody then no. I know that's not what they told you taste right after that no, don't. listen the only person who had to come out and admit they were cheating was that damn Bill Clinton who said I did not have relations with that woman okay and he was not lying either if he could have he would have been like listen I just nutted in her mouth and that was it 
<laughs> if I had known she saved that dress, I would have kept my nut in my pants. <laughs> but I still, I still would have let her put her mouth on it, though. But I just would have noted somewhere else. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's the only one who had to come out publicly and tell everybody. And even that, I remember our grandmother. And he's still liked, alive. Listen, our grandmother, she liked Bill Clinton. She'd be like, oh, he doesn't look well. He looks worried. <laughs> She was concerned about his well being. Yeah, like, they remember were his like, hair went his hair went gray after that. He he went total gray. He lost all them weight, all that weight. His eyes was uh, he had bags on his eyes. Yeah, stress. Because he was a good looking president playing the saxophone on the damn Arsenio Hall show. Arsenio Hall, yeah. Shoot, having a good old time, you know. And shoot, that whole thing stressed him out. They were like, "Well, you need to tell everybody what you did." He's like, "Are you sure? Do I have to?" They said, you need to tell everybody. He was like, no, for real. Everybody. He was like, no, get your ass out of this hotel room. The FBI is outside. <laughs> he was like, secret service, don't keep secrets. I really got to come. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, she, you know. Your husband ain't loving way. Just let her friend know, you know. Girl, don't do it. Not being so insecure. It's, it's over. He done cheated. It's done. So if y'all going work it, to work it, work it through, you're going to work it through. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that, everybody that know, they already know. So we yeah. want to clarify. Yeah, nobody owes you nothing. Don't don't even do it. I need that foreclosure. You sound um I don't know what the word is for, but don't insecure. Do it. It's very insecure to me. Like, what what do you need all that for? They already know. People are people gonna talk no matter what. If that's what you were trying to kill the room, you know, people people are going to talk no matter what. But guess what? They're saying that they have a picture perfect marriage. So now that the infidelity is a thing, so in reality, to keep a picture perfect looking marriage on the outside, that takes work. Ooh, that takes a lot yeah. of work and energy. I don't feel like it. If that shoe don't fit, give me give me the size I need. My toe hurt. Mm-mm. <laughs> give me the size I need. Ain't right? Shit, that takes a whole lot of work to be front. I just don't feel like it. Eight and a half when I oh, need to No, get a one. I need a bigger size jean. Give me that bigger one. We'll stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and look, and I'm opening the button up my pants when I finish eating. So don't question me. <laughs> I got trying to be fun for y'all. My God, mm-hmm. but some people do. But some people do. Well, good luck, sis. That's all I'm gonna say. Good luck. Guess where we at? We've been talking about this because we 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 in the jam. I'm gonna oh. talk about my jam. That's my jam. Okay. All right. All right. Let me take y'all back. Yo. I cannot believe this shit came out in 1996. Daytona 500. It was the second Ooh. single from Ghostface Killer of the Wu Tang Clan. Ooh. And if you remember the song had the Force MDs. Remember the Force MDs? Raekwon and Cappadonna was on it. So this was on his debut album, Iron Man, which to me is will and always be a classic. So, um, you know, of course, the music and everything, it was taken from the NASCAR races, the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, because I was big in anime a little bit at the time. I wasn't really? like all in, but the video was like, it was based on Speed Racer. Remember Speed Racer? Come mm-hmm. on Saturday. Go, go, Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Go, Speed Racer. Yep. So the whole video was like an anime music video. And from what I understand, like it was the first or like one of the earliest anime music videos that was ever made. So kudos to Ghostface Killer for, Seriously? for doing that. Yeah. So you remember the song is very like fast paced. This is what I, this is what I'm saying. Not to go back to the woke minute, but, um, I, I went. I had a chance to go see Raekwon and Capadon. No, Raekwon and Ghostface um, in concert 
couple weeks ago here in Miami, and I think we t- I talked about this before, but you know, the concert was so good mm-hmm. in terms of you know it, it just brought me back. Like it was such a feel good, you know, you're listening to the music. Um, it was just a feel good energy, and everybody there was kind of on the same, you know, you on the same wavelength in terms of like that was a time in hip hop that you know a few uh, some of us can relate to and you know that new york music in the in you know the late 90s and that vibe so they and they brought that energy with them on stage you know they look good mm-hmm. you know back and forth you know they were the original you know going back and forth and and, and rhyming with each other it just it brought out such good and, and positive vibes and I really enjoyed it. And you know, I, I'm talking about it now like I was I was I'm still there because it was such a good energy. So this is what I'm talking about. I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. About the energy of the crowd. You know, they played off the crowd, you know, everybody's wrapping ice cream, you know, the music and it, it good 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 stuff. So um that's my that's my jam. Five Daytona five hundred. Oh okay. uh, I, I caught the beat. Nice. I give it to you. Huh? I give it to you. You hear it? Yeah, you playing it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, oh. Hold up, play it, God. He pack over the shoulder. Dun, 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 and still, dun, it's still fire to this day. Like it still rocks to this day. Got that? That is. Oh, uh, okay. That was the Four and D's. Cause they sing a whole like ballad in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> okay, we yeah. are the G O D, and we came to rock the spot. It's over in your ears. That was cute. Oh, that's a good one. Damn. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, I had a, I had a Wu Tang on my heart, uh, but that'll be my next gym because that's so funny. Okay. Wu Tang yeah, Forever. Wu Tang Forever. Uh, mm-hmm. During the uh, presidential election, I think I mentioned this before. Um, there's this house that I drive by often in one of these very, you know, nice towns. And uh-huh. on their lawn, they say, "Politics come and go, but Wu Tang is forever." <laughs> I love it. Yo, when I pass, I don't know who lives in this house, but I'm like, I would honk. Like, like, you yes. right though. You right though. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Okay. Well, wonderful. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That was a good jam. That was a good jam. Uh-huh. So, we are at a uh, we oh, I can't even talk. We are at the support flag business segment of the show, mm-hmm. and we believe in supporting products and services made for us by us. And today, I am saluting and highlighting the House of Bartholomew, which is a clothing line, mm-hmm. and um, you can get this really cool stuff. Um, this gentleman actually is having an event. Um, in Teaneck, and I will be hosting this uh, documentary slash pop-up show that they have going on. And you can find them at www.bggoldnyc.com. And that's also at bggoldnyc on IG. And yes, that's House of Bartholomew, B-A-R-T-H-O-L-O-M-E-W, because I can spell. Thank I you. Yes, yes. Teaneck representing. Teaneck representing. Yes, yes, yes. I'm for it. I'm here. Yes, for yes, it. yes. This is going to be hosted. I'm sorry, not hosted. This is um actually presented by Pain Artistry. So these are my brothers out of Teaneck that are um. And you're and you're hosting the the event. I'm I'm hosting the event. Yes, I will be hosting the event. So we're going to have good times, good laughs, and it's going to be a little bit of a show. They're having a documentary um screening in the beginning and I'll just be busy. So this is going to be taking place on the 20th. Yep. November 20th, Teaneck, New Jersey. I'll put the promo up and that's house of Bartholomew doing big things, sir. Sounds good. I love it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, y'all we come to the end. We get here. Well, 
We're here so fast. I mean, mm-hmm. I love talking to you. Besides, you know, sister stuff, but yeah, we such, I just, I just love the energy and the vibe. You know, it's a good time. It's a good time. Time goes by so fast. I'll be looking at the yeah. time like, oh my god, we've been going on. <laughs> yeah. So listen, y'all. You can subscribe to that's what I'm saying. The podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Um, tune in. I think we're on TuneIn, Spotify, but wherever you get your past uh, podcast. Also. Watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV or on the Island TV app. And we're coming back with new episodes, so make sure you check that. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So, Shatara, what else we got to tell them? We got to let you know that if you have questions for the Weekend D Report, and if you want to keep up to date on all my upcoming comedy shows, as well as our podcasts and TV events, get social with us, talk to us, slide into our DMs. I try to keep you all up to date. Follow us on Instagram at TwistPod, T-W-I-S-P-O-D. You can also go to our website at www.twistpod.com. And guess what? You can even send us emails at that's what I'm saying podcast at gmail.com. You have no excuse. We hit every angle. Ow. Thank you all for listening. As always, stay healthy, stay well. Until next time, we love you all. Peace. Peace.